What is up, bros? Anybody care to lax? Welcome back to The Crease Dive presented by Barstool Sports. I'm Jordy from Barstool, and today we got a little bit of a different episode set up here for everybody. So this past weekend was LaxCon 2019 in the city of brotherly love. That is right. The city of Philadelphia was the mecca for the lacrosse world this past weekend. So, I mean, pretty much everybody in the lacrosse community was out there. I mean, you had... All the biggest names in professional lacrosse, both men's and women's. You had some absolute legends of the college game. Uh, You know, you had all the media members. You had Nick Deagle, who set the world record for the fastest shot ever recorded in the history of planet goddamn Earth at 123.1 miles an hour like a beast. And then you had all the equipment manufacturers, all the people out there, all the stringers, all the people who make the balls. Uh, you had Headstrong. You had everybody in the lacrosse world in Philly this past weekend. Uh, it was a great weekend. If you couldn't make it out here, uh, you know you missed out on a great one. But uh, you know we're here today to kind of recap some of the sights and sounds from LaxCon 2019. So. Uh, you know, I got just a, a few interviews banged out while I was there. Figured I'd throw them all in here for a nice little recap in, er, episode for everyone there who, uh, you know, either couldn't make it to Philly this weekend or just wants to, uh, you know, kind of relive what went down this past weekend. So coming up on today's episode, we've got an interview with world record holder Nick Deagle right after he just cooked it up 123.1 miles an hour uh then we've got greg from east coast dies we've got uh sam from string king and then we'll wrap things up with our good pal bill o'brien thriller nation in the house talking about uh you know what he's been up to lately so without further ado let's kick it off and start this episode off with world record holder absolute beast nick deagle All right, so we're here at LaxCon 2019 in Philadelphia. We got Nick Deagle, who is, you already had it before, but now you just broke your own record. So world record for the fastest lacrosse shot in the history of planet Earth, cooking it up at 123.1 miles an hour. Nick, thanks for hopping on the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so, I mean, huge day for you. Uh, you know, we, we got video of it. It's, it's already up on our social channels. But So you're here with STX putting on a little show for everybody, cranking in a couple crow hops and just releasing massive amounts of heat. And it's the middle of the winter right here in Philadelphia, but you turned the heat on feeling like summer. So how did it feel to, to hit that one, two, three? It felt great. Uh, my mindset coming in here today was 123 or bust. Uh, my record before it was 122.1 miles per hour. And I've been training you know, my tail off the last couple weeks. Uh, when STX reached out to me and told me about this event, I knew uh, I really had to put in the work, and these kids keep coming up to me, hey, what's your one secret, hey, what's your one secret, and I keep preaching, you know, there's no secret, it's just hard work, consistency, and, you know, really being determined to reach your goals, so really excited that uh, things could work out for me today, hitting 123 was definitely my goal, and I'm happy that that could happen, crowd energy was wild, Uh, everything about today has just been an awesome experience. Yeah, so for a guy like myself, more of an inside finisher. So, you know, I dreamed of the day that I could one day come close to 100. So, like, what was the point for you where hitting triple digits kind of wasn't a big deal anymore? Yeah, uh, so I played a little bit about my background. I'm from Michigan. 
I'm from uh, the suburbs of Detroit, a city called Northville. And in high school, I clocked about 100 miles per hour. Um, when I, I played lacrosse at Ohio State after that, and at Ohio State, my fastest shot was about 109 miles per hour. So I was always a guy that, you know, I had power and I had speed. But, you know, a couple months ago, I shot 113. And the video went viral. Lacrosse Network posted it, and the video went absolutely wild. So after that is really uh, when I realized, you know, people are interested in this. People are really, you know, geared into this fastest shot thing. So I really just kept working and kept working. And here I am a couple months later shooting 123 miles per hour. So it's really just hard work pays off type story, putting work every day and just really believing and trusting the process. TTP, baby. Uh, one last thing here. So obviously, I feel like if people are listening to this podcast right now, they, they probably definitely know who you are at this point. I mean, you, you've been taking over Instagram a little bit. So if, if you know Nick Deagle, you know that he is an absolute behemoth of a man, <laughs> jacked all around. So, you know, for, for me, again, maybe for guys like myself who need a little extra help to, to build up that MPH behind our shot, what kind of selfies are we working with? You know, yeah. what, what, what can we what, what, what can we put out there for the boys and girls who want to just unleash the heat? No doubt. I think uh, it really becomes a combination of ha dialing in your form. I think that uh, really mastering your form. So I do a lot of drills from about five yards away where I'm hitting the same corner over and over and over, really mastering your shot technique. I learned that from Paul Rabel. I just watched some YouTube content growing up, and uh, that stuck with me. So really mastering your form, and then from there, being the best athlete you can be, learning how to use your legs, learning how to use your core, learning how to really use your entire body. So it's become something where my shot form is not going to necessarily change too much, but how athletic I can be is really what's getting my sh shot speed faster. So being in the gym, consistently being on a right program, like I said earlier, trusting that process and really believing in the process is, I think that's the key. So I'm very, uh, I'm a gym rat. If you get to know me, I'm in the gym almost every day, um, eating almost like a bodybuilder, eating, you know, not necessarily counting my macros, but I have an idea of where my protein is, where my carbs are. And, you know, really treating food as fuel. When I really started to study nutrition and started to really realize, you know, what we eat has a huge outcome to how we perform. That's really when I've started to become more athletic. You know, I'm 243 pounds right now. And a couple months ago, I was like 230. And I'd say I'm fairly lean and just really, you know, treating myself like, hey, this is a competition that a lot of people are coming for. So I'm going to train as hard as I possibly can and uh, get in the gym as hard as I can. And it's been paying off for me. Gains on gains on gains. Yeah. And it shows up on the shot clock. Yeah, I appreciate you I appreciate coming it. in. And uh, congratulations you. again. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you for having me. Uh, shout out to Barstool. And uh, anyone out there, once again, just trust in that process. Work as hard as you can and uh, chase your dreams. Yeah, and uh, if your coach doesn't give you the green light to shoot, just tune him out. Yeah, tune him out in one ear, out the other, and let that thing fly. <laughs> give yourself the green light. <laughs> Thanks again to Nick for hopping on. And coming up next in this episode, we've got ECD Greg. You probably know him by now. All right, right now we're still at LaxCon 2019 and we are with Greg from East Coast Dyes. And, uh, you know, I'm sure at this point, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably used a product or two. Uh, so, uh, you know, thanks for coming on the podcast. And, uh, you know, it's it's definitely a, a big weekend for you guys, big weekend for the sport as well. Yeah, man, thanks for having me on. We're just uh, here at LaxCon in the thick of it, having a blast, meeting the kids, you know, doing our thing as always. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, so, uh, so you know, I think we might be around same age-ish. I'm 29. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm 26 going on oh. 27. But so, you know, when we were growing up, you know, there, there weren't too many lacrosse equipment brands out no, there. You know, you, yeah, had, you know. had like the, the grandfathers, like the Warrior, SDX, Brine, Gate making a comeback. Gate making a comeback. Making a comeback. Doing it sneaky. But 
but so you know you, you had like you had your big brands there but that was about it you you weren't really finding too much and then over the past few years it seems like i mean the the lacrosse equipment world has just been taken off and you know there's there's new head companies there's new shaft companies like a lot of like specialized things mm -hmm. and uh you guys were kind of right there in the jump of where it first started to take off yeah i mean you, the big four were around we were growing up and now there's probably 20 companies making good lacrosse equipment you know it's crazy and i think us and string king and epic came on as the first like niche brands to enter the market um but with the offset patent coming to a close for warrior that really opened up the gates, lowered the barrier to entry for people to make heads, and that's why you saw this big influx of companies making heads, because you can make a good head again without paying that, that patent royalty. And lacrosse grew so much through the early 2000s that you see your Adidas, your Nike, your, your Under Armour, these big brands wanted a piece of it, and they all got in as well. So, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, it, it's definitely, and like, so the way that the game has been evolving, uh, you know, you, you got your guys, like the Lyle Thompsons out there, the, you know, these guys who are so creative with what they can do, um, you know, and then you look back on highlights from like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, and I don't know, you know, obviously there were like legends out there who could still do some mm -hmm. stuff like that, but like just the, the technology and the equipment wasn't really conducive to that kind of play no. before, but right. like now, like what you guys do, I mean, you, you can go out there and just, you know, even if you're not, you know, the most skilled lacrosse player in the world, you can still have, you know, you can have someone dial in that stick to give you that hold that you need. So I think like a lot of these highlights that are, you know, blowing up on the Internet, it's it's all mostly due to, the, you know, some of the stuff that you guys are putting out, you and, you know, some of those other niche companies. Which yeah, are, I think you can see that on the men's and the women's side. I mean, what the women are doing these days is like getting close to what the men are doing as far as behind the backs and, you know, swim moves and all this crazy stuff. And I think you're right that as the gear evolves, it gets lighter, stronger, mesh and pockets get better. You can just do more with your stick, you know, and these kids see the highest level, do it, then they emulate it and it just becomes the move, you know, it becomes the culture after that. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, even a guy like myself who, you know, I, I might not be able to, uh, you know, split any double teams here and there, but, uh, you know, if, I, if I'm using some, some hero mesh, you might be able to. Yeah, man, you get it dialed up just right and you're not losing the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think another thing that's been really cool with, you know, what you guys and some of these newer companies are doing, um, you know, you, you guys, you know, you have your products, but you guys are also doing, you know, stuff like, you know, you guys are all over social media doing all these videos, um, you know, whether it's just like a review video or, you know, you hopping in net, getting some guys to shoot on you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what what's that kind of, you know, you. I, we've probably seen it before with some of the older companies, but like you guys taking on like lacrosse, like the lifestyle and the equipment, um, is that something that like you tried to do or is that just something that that's just who you are? It was just total accident. You know, I saw a big gap in stringing knowledge and I thought YouTube would be a great place to learn. Just started putting it out there in my bedroom and kids really loved it. And now I think we've got a really good relationship where, you know, instead of having pros represent our brand, we've got me and the kids can relate to that. They relate to our story. It's probably a dream of a lot of kids to start their own lacrosse company, play in college, kind of do what we've done. And we can hopefully teach them a little bit about that, teach them a little about hard work and what it takes to get there and um, give them something to strive towards. So. And, uh, and any, anything uh, anything in the works here? We got a lot of stuff in 2019, starting out with, uh, you know, a little project with Greg Grenley. And so um, that'll be the first thing we do. All right. Well, looking forward to it. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Always. I appreciate Greg stopping by to talk with us. Also appreciate all the products he puts out there. And from ECD, we are now going to go across the country over to L.A. to talk to Sam from String King. 
They're not only making lacrosse equipment these days, but they've got a whole lot more in store. All right, out here at LaxCon 2019, and I'm joined with Sam from Shrinking. And uh, so again, already talked with Greg from ECD, but the same thing, if you're listening to this podcast right now, chances are you've used a product or two from Shrinking. Uh, if not, you know who they are, so no real introduction needed. But Sam, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, so, uh, you know, with, with LaxCon being here this weekend, obviously it's, it's a big celebration of the sport. Uh, and I mean, this this place has been packed all weekend, and, and that just goes to show uh, the growth of the game. But along with the game growing, the the equipment has been booming over the last few years. And you know, you guys, along with you know ECD and, and kind of Epic, uh, you know, Shrinking has been right there at the at the forefront of like the new generation of of lax equipment manufacturers. So um, you know, what's this? You know, these last few years been like for you guys because. We, we've seen some like big growth out of these newer companies. Yeah, it's been really exciting. For so long, it was just kind of the big three, like Warrior, Brian, STX, um, kind of just sitting on top of the heap. And then when we started in 2011, 2012, about the same time ECD started, companies like Throne, Signature, all these new smaller companies uh, are really putting out a lot of products. And customers, like, you go to buy a ba- pair of basketball shoes and it's basically like two or three companies that you're looking at. Uh, but here in lacrosse, there's like 10, 15 companies making heads. Uh, so you can really find exactly what you're looking for and it, it's really great for the, the consumer. Yeah, and then, so not even heads at this point, but so, you know, speaking of the future of lacrosse, the, the future of shrinking is uh, very diversified right now. So did you guys start off with just the head? Uh, we started with the mesh, actually. Uh, that was the first product. It was actually uh, the very first with a, a, a kind of wax-dipped mesh. Um, but as they started, uh, they realized that to get the right pocket, you need the right mesh. To get the right pocket, you also need a well-designed head. So it kind of expanded out from there, and then you might as well make the whole stick. So we expanded from the mesh into uh, the rest of the stick as well. Yeah, so now, I mean, you guys have the men's head, the, the complete, you know, you guys have the shaft, so you have full sticks in the men's. Uh, just recently, with, with the new rule for the women's, you guys now also make full, complete sticks for, for the women's. And then uh, also, you guys are, are dipping your toes a little bit in, in here into the, uh, into the hockey game. So you guys uh, out here demoing some of your, your hockey sticks. So. Uh, you know, is, is that just a, uh, like, is, is that just, like, kind of what the brand is, where you guys just want to, you know, just get into as many things to, like, challenge yourself as you can? Or was that, like, a, was was there, like, a strategic move to, to trying out a hockey stick? Or was it more just, like, a, all right, like, we've we've kind of got this crossing down. Let's, let's see if we can do something else. So the first is that there's so much crossover between lacrosse and hockey. Um, like our sales team, most of them played hockey um, in college, not necessarily lacrosse. Uh, so it was pretty easy for us as a company. There's a, there's a lot of knowledge there. Um, we also, there's, because there's so many companies lacrosse, there's only so much money to be made. Uh, so you gotta start diversifying elsewhere uh, if you wanna keep growing. Um, so that's a big part of it. And then just we, 
we got our we spent a lot of time on our carbon fiber manufacturing for all cross shafts um, and really got that to a, a really high quality spot um, and then it wasn't that big of a jump to, to make hockey sticks from there yeah so uh, you know you, you guys got anything uh, anything else in the works here or you guys kind of you got any got any equipment or anything no equipment a socks? Uh, socks the next step is apparel this I'm wearing is a, a custom fit I think we have four questions on the website that you answer and it gets you within like 95% of your of your fit so uh, we'll start rolling that out pretty soon that's been in the works for almost two years now it's kind of morphed into a bigger project than it originally was we could just put out standard sizes and standard clothing but it's been like this fully custom fully automated thing um, so that's been a, a long time coming and hopefully coming actually pretty soon if there's one thing that I think that you guys should have in the works coming up here, it's a uh, you, just a, a production company in Hollywood because some of the videos that you guys put out uh, are absolutely incredible. I think a lot of that probably has to go to uh, to Matt Gibson, who I feel like you know in the lacrosse world, you know obviously you have your major names like you know you have your Paul Rabels, your Rob Pinnells, uh, guys like Lyle and, and Miles Jones and. One guy who I think, he probably doesn't want the attention just because he seems a little bit more low-key like that, but one guy who I think really deserves a lot more attention is Matt Gibson, and, and you guys are lucky enough to do a ton of work with him. I mean, he's he's just in the office with you guys all the time. And yeah, all. yeah, he's fantastic. He, uh, I mean, he was Rookie of the Year, his his rookie year in the MLL, um, and then I think he, he got hurt and, and took some time off and then has a little bit struggled uh, for some reason to, to stay in the lineup on his MLL teams, but he is just unbelievable. His stick skills are like literally as good as anything I've ever seen. Um, and then when it comes to creativity, like he wants to be a writer. And uh, so when he's back in the office in the off season, he brings a lot of creativity and uh, working with the, the in-house marketing team that we have full time. It's a, uh, it's a fantastic match. Yeah, I mean, like when you're when you're talking about trying to separate yourselves from some of those like big three, you know, original companies, or you know, even some of these newer companies that are coming through. Uh, videos like that, the Goodwill Hunting one that he did, um, you know, that that's the kind of shit that like, like that that's what you get with, you know, kind of like a newer company like with you guys. Like there there's more creativity there. I think you guys like aren't like afraid to like do some like some goofy shit like that and yeah. uh, I, I think you know I, I know that I enjoy the hell out of it I feel like most people do as well so that's you know that's kind of the idea we just like what would we want to watch as a consumer like what kind of ads do we enjoy looking at um, there's only so far that a like technical video about a lacrosse stick can go and, and there's only so much interest that can generate um, so we like do that to get our product specs out there but at the same time we to build our like following and build our brand we kind of get a little rogue on some of those videos and uh like our christmas video i don't think had any mention of lacrosse or basically strinking uh but super popular so uh we try to just ride the the enthusiasm and, and maybe people uh 
swing by some lacrosse sticks after they watch a funny video. Yeah, it, it seems like a good game plan to me. So, uh, you know, again, MaxCon, it's a celebration of lacrosse being the sport of the future, and it's, it's great to see uh, all these new companies here, you know, kind of thrive here and, and take, you know, lacrosse equipment into the future as well. So thanks for hopping on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been fantastic. Yeah, also, uh, appreciate the products as well. I, I use a uh, String King Mark II V to warm up my high school goalies that I coach. There we go. Uh, it's, it's the only reason why I'm able to put a few past them and not feel like a complete shitbag. So <laughs> appreciate that. That's perfect. All right, appreciate Sam stopping by as well and looking forward to everything that String King has planned for the 2019 year here. I think it's going to be a big one from them. And finally, to close out this episode, we've got Thrilla96, Bill O'Brien, and Brother Kong coming up here on The Crease Dive. All right, still at LaxCon 2019, and we are lucky enough to be joined by the one and only Thrilla Nation. Oh, let's go. Bill O'Brien, Bill, and, and Kong, too. We'll give, uh, gotta give Kong a shout out always. Hi. So, uh, boys, thanks for coming on the podcast. This is a long time coming. I don't know, we did the video together, but yes. I don't know if we ever got you on the podcast yet. So this is, uh, this is a big moment. Definitely. Well, I know after the video, you said you wanted to test out the moves we, we talked about. So you were out in the streets just, you know, and then the knee happened and then yes. so now we're finally able to reconvene here. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, maybe I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't look too far into it, but there's a chance that I may have subconsciously did the knee so I didn't have to fight you up in <laughs> Onondaga this past September. But, uh, yeah, so. Fair enough. But, you know, I've, I've been training, you know, using some of those moves that, that you showed me. And, uh, hey, if there's anyone you want to learn how to drop the knucks and, and, <laughs> from chuck it. Chuck the knucks. You want to chuck the knucks, it's, it's with Thrill Nation. So uh, how, how you been? What are you up to these man, days? Good, man. On the grind. You know, I got, I got released from the Buffalo Bandits after training camp. Um, Pushed it in overdrive now. I'm, I'm training twice as hard, you know, waiting for an opportunity. Spoke with a couple teams about the opportunity of uh, strapping it back up in the NLL. In the meantime, I've been playing a lot of lacrosse still. You know, pickup games happen all the time in Onondaga. Uh, played in the LAX All-Stars North American Invitational. Going down to Vegas to play in, in another tournament. Probably play a couple games in the ALL. Stay active, man. Keep the stick in the hands. Well, dude, so we're here at LAXCON, and so, you know, it's a, it's a celebration of lacrosse, and that's like, you know, if you, if you look at your story, you know, like that's what, you know, you, you, you get cut but you're still out there grinding. You're still playing that game. You're still playing the game that you love. And like, that's what's like kick ass about what you do um, is, you know, I feel like a lot of people, you know, you might get cut and it's like, all right, well, like, you know, you, you don't make like a ton of money playing lacrosse. So maybe, you know, maybe it's time to hang them up, but instead you're in the gym about 50 hours a day. There's only 24 to work with, but you somehow <laughs> managed to, to throw in some extra ones there. You're always grinding and still playing. So I like, I think that that's something that's real cool and like that like people can like look at the stuff that you do especially on instagram and social media and stuff like that and be like yeah like you know if i get cut from a team guess what like i'm still going to be in the gym still going to be playing trying to come back better so like is that you know that's the mentality 110 percent my man you know if it were easy it wouldn't be worth it at the end of the day that's why i'm in the gym grinding as hard as i can i know that when it comes down to it push comes to shove um i'm going to be bigger stronger and faster than the next guy because I can control that, right? I'm in the gym, I'm putting the time in, my nutrition's on point. Um, now, when it comes to lacrosse, I played college football, Division I AA. 
after that, I, I trained with the Buffalo Bills. I wasn't in lacrosse for about six years, so my skills definitely suffered. But I work on those twice as hard because I got to get good at those too. So at the end of the day, if it were easy, it wouldn't be worth it. That's why when I do make it um, back to the NLL and I'm, I'm back in the lineup regularly um, and just trying to crush people's bones, and then that's when I'll be a happy camper because it'll be all worth it. It'll be all well worth it. Yeah, and like speaking of crushing people's bones, I mean, so like your game, you know, like so if if you're with Bill O'Brien outside of lacrosse, nicest guy in the world, but the, the second you strap up that that chin strap, uh, that 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 switches there. So you know, is 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 that just like a mentality that you've had like your whole life, or like have you like, like how is it flipping from one Bill O'Brien to the other because it. Like you, you definitely don't make friends on the floor. <laughs> no, no. Actually, a lot of guys they'll like come up to me, and it'll happen. They'll be like, "Oh, Thrilla Nation, what's up, Thrill?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't say anything." I'm like, "All right, here we go." Or once in a while, I'll, I'll be like, "Yeah, what up?" Next play, they're like, "Dude, you're kind of an asshole," you know. But I think, like Con can attest to this, it's kind of you know how we grew up. You know, we grew up. My dad was an athlete. My mom was an athlete. They played. They played to win. They're very competitive. Um, lacrosse is a little brother of war. Yeah, it's a medicine game, but at the same time, it's a little brother of war. I like to, when I throw my bucket on, I, I like to think I'm a warrior going to battle, you know, and I, I'm going to leave it all on the floor. And the only way I'll be protected is by going 110%, you know, and if that's at the expense of the opponent, well, so be it. Next time, line up on my side, you know what I mean? I'm looking to impose my will. I'm looking to, to play hard and leave a mark. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and I think, I think the majority of people know, I mean, maybe not when, you know, they're getting cross-checked in the kidney. They, they may not realize that at the time, but I think, you know, a lot of people, and especially on social media, you know, they see, like, what you do, how much you care about the game. And, uh, you know, I think that that's, that's kind of inspiring for, you know, this, this younger generation of lacrosse players coming up. Um, you know, and speaking that, so, like, that's, that's the future of lacrosse, these young guys, and, like, you know, a ton of them. You know, I, I'll see you at these lacrosse all-stars tournaments, and the kids love Thrill Nation. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I, I think, you know, so lacrosse, it's the sport of the future, and I think you're doing a great job of inspiring that future of lacrosse. So, uh, you know, pretty, uh, pretty pumped to see what you got next. We got a Philadelphia Wings game coming up tonight. So, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, the Wings game will have already happened. But uh, you'll be there, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully – one day we could, uh, you we'll know, see, put, maybe they'll call me up, and play on the field. I'll, I'll suit up tonight. Hey, man, depending <laughs> on what the halftime score is, they yeah. might need you. So, uh, you know, hopefully just keep a pen behind your ear. Hopefully yeah. we can put some ink on some paper. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, appreciate you coming on here, fellas. Oh, uh, yeah, brother, appreciate you. Oh, and uh, Kong, so, uh, you know, while we have you here, might as well ask one question. So I see you boys are, are at Chipotle quite a bit. So, uh, you know, what, what's, what's the go-to order? The salad. Get the salad and the shells on the side. And we have a hookup pretty much everywhere we go to eat, so we usually usually hit up Texas State Brazil too. So okay, but yeah, if I didn't have my brother, he's the most motivating person in the world. I'd probably look like Job of the Hut if I didn't have him. So <laughs> I'm blessed, and he's the hardest worker I know. So all right, well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Love you guys, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you soon, and hopefully, uh, hopefully with a, some some wings on your. <laughs> hey, I don't hate it. I like where your head's at. <laughs> Thanks again to Thriller for coming on, and I mean, really looking forward to uh, you know seeing it, what he has next in his uh, lacrosse playing career. One of the best guys in the game. I know that people have their thoughts on Bill. You know, it, 
some people are you're they're gonna call him a goon they're gonna call him a thug whatever he is hands down one of the most genuine guys in the league in the sport so uh looking forward to seeing big things out of bill and thanks again to everyone for hopping on the podcast this past weekend uh you know it was it was a wild weekend a lot of stuff going on uh also got a video that'll be out Pretty much today, uh, you'll probably see it floating around there. Got some interviews with some of the PLL guys, uh, you know. So just want to give a quick shout out to all those guys and uh, you know everyone else that we saw out there at LaxCon this past weekend. Big shout out to everybody who stopped by to express their support for the podcast. Uh, I mean, it, it means a lot to myself, and obviously it means a lot to Robbio as well. Uh, you know, lacrosse it's it's a close knit community. Um, but you know, when we get the support that we do, especially when we're out, uh, it it means a lot. It kind of validates everything that we do and that's awesome. So, I mean, we wouldn't be doing the podcast if it wasn't for all you guys out there supporting. So, I mean, you guys are, are the stars here and just appreciate seeing everyone there. And, uh, yeah, until next time, low to high to the day we die. We out.